0: You've reached The Yellow Room with Benjamin Chipman, your home for all things wantonly optimistic. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right with you. Okay, so as you'll hear, this podcast was originally recorded on May 11th, which was when my spiral was getting better and then proceeded to get turned a little bit off course again. Uh, y- you'll understand why. But... It inspired me to get back into the studio. It taught me, again, growth, healing is not linear. And it put me back into this sea of uncertainty. This podcast is about building the life that you want, not necessarily despite, but amongst the uncertainty of it all. So I think, despite it being a couple months old, that you'll still find some good nuggets in there. And that's kind of how this relaunch will go. I will include some past stories, some past interviews that I've done that I think have some really good wisdoms as I'm kind of building and setting up for this next phase of the Yellow Room. So thank you for sticking with me. All right. Let's do it. Hello, pod people. How are we doing It's Benjamin Shipman, I'm back. I am feeling, quite frankly, not extremely wantonly optimistic. And I know that's not the point, I know that's not why we're here, but that feels important to start with, because honestly, that's been why I've been gone for so long. It felt really inauthentic to be talking about being wantonly optimistic, when quite frankly, I was not feeling wantonly optimistic. And I think that was something that inspired me to take a step back, to take a moment to think, to figure out, all right, you know, what am I really looking for here? Why am I doing this? Why am I sitting down with you? Why are we chatting? Um, And that's what brought us back here today. And so I know, I know it's been a minute and I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for asking me, hey. When's the next episode coming? Uh, Because there were several of you in my life that did that. And quite frankly, that's what meant a lot. So I got some updates for you, some major life updates, some things were shaken up, and that's what we're going to get into. We're going to talk about kind of walking into this little endless tunnel of darkness and not really knowing where the exit is, but trusting that it's there. We're going to talk about... The way you can make an impact in someone's life with just a passing comment. And we're going to talk about what it means to show up for yourself. So, as I always say, get cozy, get comfy, grab a coffee, maybe a blanket. Maybe you're feeling like that. Maybe it's a you know cold day. Maybe it's raining. <sighs> and let's just hang out. All right? It is currently May 11th. I graduate on May 14th. So I'm graduating from Duke University. I have a degree in sociology and a certificate in entrepreneurship. But I just tell people that I studied marketing because, quite frankly, it's the easier conversation to have. And I got news on Monday that I am no longer employed. Woo! Ah! We love, we love. That's such good news for someone that's about to graduate. That's literally the best thing. So what happened was I I got an email – on Monday night at like 8 p.m., maybe 7 p.m. from somebody at LinkedIn, which is where I was supposed to go back to. It's where I interned last summer. And it's where, quite frankly, a lot of my my guests come on from. And I was informed that the job that I was offered no longer exists. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what a silly concept, you know? It's not a job that anyone has or anyone will have ever again in the future, And that was that. They said they offered us um, LinkedIn Premium as uh, as a consolation prize. So I am days away from graduation reading this email and just thinking to myself, oh, God, all right. Well, um, I I haven't been looking at jobs really since August. Uh, I had been employed since then. And so I was quite taken aback and – really was not sure what i'm supposed to do i still don't know i just posted about it on linkedin today and like told my, my little network um and i'm hoping for the best i'll figure it out now i'm just like thousands and thousands of other students spoiler uh, still not sure what's going on there but i think that a lot of us you know those of us walking into the workforce for one of the first times in our life are are experiencing the same thing. The other day, I heard that there are 75% of jobs are expected to be either severely delayed or just cut in total for entry-level new positions for our graduating class. And I mean, I can even see this happening right now. So many of my friends have been told, you will not start before January 2024. And like with that, they also say, and maybe even as late as, which... I don't know. I'm reading between the lines. To me, there's the heavy indication there than that people are starting later in January. Like I have a friend that was just told they won't start until July 2024 and I'm graduating like in May of 2023. So they literally hired someone a year in advance, over a year. When then, what does that do for the next class of people? Like how does that shake out? And I have no idea and I don't really think anyone expects us to. But I think as I've been kind of, you know, dealing with making, quite frankly, more adult decisions in my life, I've started to really come to the understanding that no one has any clue what they're doing. Like, genuinely. It's not like anyone wanted to lay people off. Like, I'm upset my job got cut. There's people who have been there for years who got laid off. I don't know. I just, like, I... I have so few answers these days that like coming here and sitting to do the pod feels silly because quite frankly, I have no fucking clue what's coming. I don't know how I'm going to show up for myself without the routine of, say, classes or without the routine of school. And that's making me anxious. I'm such a planner. Like I literally, I, I make the act of... Like, effort not to be such a planner because I like to leave room for like trying new things. But it just is what comes so much more easily to me is like having structure, having things to do, having set responsibilities. And I tried to do the freelance route before. And quite frankly, it was really nerve wracking because I was responsible for that. And like, I really liked when people took that off my plate. And I don't know if that's a personality trait, I don't know if that's entering adulthood, but quite frankly, like, I'm nervous to not have that. Um, but at the same time, I'm just trying to honor where I'm at. You know, and I'm going to apply for more jobs. I'm going to look for other things. Sure, sure, sure. But quite frankly, it really does not seem like places that I'm looking to be are hiring right now. It doesn't seem like the economic situation is going to improve that significantly to the point that like I should go out of my way and really try to make something happen for myself right now that I don't think I'll find fulfilling. Like in my head, I think there's so much more value, at least right now in the short term, in taking a skill-based job, a job that I really think I'll learn something tangible in or at least an experience-based job, then try to run the corporate gambit. And now, obviously, when I talk to my parents about this, they like quake, which makes sense. I mean, I get it. That's where I'm at with all of this. It's that I don't have the answers. And I think that something just characteristic about me is that, that I always look to have them whether or not I do, even if the answer is like, you know, I'm not certain, but like to have a solid backup. And as I'm facing graduation for the first time in my life, I really have nothing, no planned thing. I have a lot. As far as the major significant life plans, knowing where I'm living in six months, like all of those things, I have no plan. And I'm not trying to sit with this in a way that causes my heart to race, but I'm trying to really honor where I'm at and say, okay, what do I want? What's the life that I want to lead? There's a quote that I have that I put above my desk this past year that says, how you spend your days is how you live your life. That has echoed. With me so much in the past semester and that has echoed with me so much especially in the last week and a half as I've been trying to put together how am I spending my days am I applying myself to things that I want to be doing or am I applying myself to the things that I think other people think that I should be doing you know and I think that's where I've come to right now It's that I have to figure out how I want to spend my days. And not everyone is able to have time to sit and, like, ask themselves these questions. And I'm so grateful that I I have this moment to think. And so if you have the privilege to have this moment, please, by all means, really question it. Because this blows, right? Especially if you're in my boat, you just lost a job. That sucks but there's good that can come from it. And I think that's what being wantonly optimistic is about. And I honestly don't think that I really got to this point with the other stuff that was happening in my life until very recently. One of the main reasons why it's been a minute since we've chatted is because I went through heartbreak. And like – It just felt so wrong to come on here and talk about being wantonly optimistic when I was hating the way that I was like spending my days, you know? I was not getting out of bed and doing the things that I wanted to do and I couldn't motivate friends or myself and I just was like being a hermit and that was something that that I didn't want to bring to this table. But it's not until I've been able to see it through a different lens through now this job in which I feel so kind of like overwhelmed and lost in the middle of the ocean without a life raft, that I think I gained clarity on that as well. That was another moment that no one teaches you how to get through. No one sits you down, hands you a book and says, these are the steps to get through your heartbreak. These are the steps that you need to take to get to where you want to be. There's not a handbook for that. I think there's a lot to be said about sitting in the uncertainty. And I think that's what it's about. It's about sitting in the uncertainty of it all. How about having no fucking clue what's coming? Like, no idea at all. And maybe putting a little trust in that it'll work out. You know, and I think about us. I think about us as the generation who was wildly impacted by COVID in terms of our educational experiences, in terms of our prime, like developmental adulthood-esque years. And if anyone is suited to sit in this uncertainty, don't you think it's us? Don't you think it's you? I mean, that's what I'm telling myself. So I'm kind of hoping that that's the case, but I'm taking a lot of comfort in that that it's us, that we can do the uncertain thing. (laughs) And that brings me back to here again, to the pod. Because I I was out at Myrtle Beach uh, celebrating my graduation and trying to distract myself from the fact that I am now unemployed. When someone came up to me and said, hey, I really love your podcast. I've listened to every episode and I really respect that you're doing it. And that stopped me in my tracks because I think when you're working on something, when you're working on a project, the uncertainty creeps in because you don't know who's there. You don't know if someone's going to care if you stop. But I think what's more important is that you do something, you know? That you step into the uncertainty of it all and you start to ask yourself, not what if I drown, but what if I swim? What if I float? What if you start walking through that dark tunnel and you keep going and then you get to the end and boom, there's a light and you can see again? And I think that is what we have to get out right now. Trusting ourselves enough to keep digging, to keep swimming, to keep hoping in the fact that there is something out there for us. And it's not easy. But when I think about it, I think I've done what I'm supposed to do so many times over, and it hasn't worked out in the end. You know, like when I was in high school, I worked really hard, getting into college, got into college, thought it was gonna be great. COVID hit, and I said, Ah, what am I doing? But then developed this ideology and found so much comfort and joy in that time period because I hoped out for something for some reason. And I am not religious. This has no religious affiliation for me. I believe in order, order of the universe, that things, you know, grow in lines and things have cycles and systems that maintain them. And I think that why would I be excluded from that? And then when I think about this. I went to college. I got the junior year internship to to lead into the corporate gig. It was supposed to work out. It didn't. What is this redirecting me to? That's the question. What is this period of uncertainty, this period of, quite frankly, like tremendous anxiety? What growth is that going to lead to? And I don't know what it is, but know that if you're feeling this too, you're not alone. And unfortunately, for our generation, it seems like a lot of us are going to be feeling like this, if not now, then in the very, very near future. I think there's something good that will come. I think this is for the best. Serena Kerrigan always says, rejection is redirection. And what a weird, funky rejection this is, because it's not really, it's just, it's nobody's fault. But this is going to lead to something. For you, for me, for all of us. And it's us to trust ourselves enough to be able to swim through the uncertainty. That's all I got for you today. So if... Anything I said resonated with you, please let me know, because as you just heard, it does make a difference. Um, It does make a difference. So please let me know. I love hearing from you. Uh, I will be returning to a regularly scheduled programming imminently um, with, you know, guest episodes and solo features alternating every other uh, every other episode. So please follow me at Ben Shipman 5 on TikTok and on Instagram, and you can reach out to me there. I promise I'll respond to your DMs. Say that you saw me from the Yellow Room, a wantonly optimistic podcast. And please, as you go through the day, put your yellow lenses on and think maybe just a little bit more optimistically. Love ya.